Welcome to the Joy Felipe Bruce podcast. Sister Joy Felipe is a daughter of Bishop Dag Heward Mills and the senior pastor of the Fountain of Life Cathedral of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. The Fountain of Life Cathedral is a thriving church of young, energetic people full of life for the Lord. Sister Joy is also an itinerant minister of Dag Heward Mills Ministries. She travels extensively, holding pastors' conferences and bringing ministry-related books by Bishop Dag Heward Mills to the nations. She is the evangelist of the Blessed Salvation Crusade. Now be blessed and refreshed as you listen to this inspired message by Sister Joy. Amen. Amen. I believe that you are probably blind for this. And it's time for the word of God. And then anytime an individual encounter the word of God, there's a great change. And it's a great salvation. And last week we had a powerful message people are prophets. And after service, I was like, I'm in the presence of this power. We're in the presence of God. And I know that this morning, God is going to minister to us. God is going to bless us. Church, I want you to be on your feet. Because we are blessed to have our pastor in the house. And I want us to welcome our pastor, Episcopal Sister Felipe. Please, please give it up. Give it up and welcome our pastor, please. Hallelujah. Lift up your two hands this morning. Lift up your two hands. And just begin to fellowship with the Lord, with the Spirit of God. Fellowship with Him this morning as we come into His presence. Thank Him for a Sunday like this one talk to the Lord for a few minutes it's not by chance that you are here this morning you are here because it has been ordained so and you have obeyed that it is so thank you Jesus we welcome your presence this morning we invite you to be here with us it's such an honor to come before you this morning Say some words, speak in tongues this morning. Oh, Jesus. Shama Sundi. Riba Sandalama Shandu. Oh, we welcome your presence this morning. Ma Shandalama Sandalababa. Hebra Sandalaba Sandalama. Stretch forth your spirit this morning to enter his presence. He is here this morning with us, turning our lives around. He is here moving within our midst. Masandula broshima sandala baba, make baba sandala maha. 
Lord Jesus, we welcome you. We welcome you, Spirit of God. We thank you for your presence. Thank you. Thank you. I worship you. You are here, turn the lights around. I worship you. I worship. Oh, just welcome him because he's here this morning. You are the one who makes a way when there is no way. We welcome you this morning. You are the one who turns our lives around. You are the one who heals our hearts. You are the one who, when we come into your presence, everything is okay. And we thank you. Thank you for this moment. I pray, Lord, that you will touch us where we need you most. I pray that you will find our hearts soft and willing and welcoming. I pray, Lord, that this is the place that you will look forward to coming to just the way we look forward to coming also. Thank you so much for what you're about to do. In Jesus' name. And all the saints shall say, Amen and Amen. Take your seat. Hallelujah. Are you glad to be in the present service? Amen. This is a service for people who are serious about God. It's not a service for people who want to come and be finished with God. It's like, oh, I've done my part. Would you like such a friend? I'm just coming. Let me just come and see you. Then I've done my duty. 
Hey, what kind of friendship is that? You have a beloved, then he comes. I said, I've done my duty. My duty is to visit you from 6 p.m. to 6.30 p.m. Then I've done my duty. What kind of relationship is that? Hey, if it is not a relationship fit for a human being, it's certainly not a relationship fit for God. We come because we're gathering early to seek his presence. Amen. Oh, I said amen. So change your mind and change your motive. You see, the same thing that you are doing, but for a wrong motive. Are you there? If a woman is pregnant, she doesn't have a husband. One was raped. The other one, it was out of carelessness, foolishness, sinfulness with her. You see that it's the same pregnancy. But motive. Motive. The one who was raped, it was not her plan. It was not her fault. Oh, you don't understand what I'm saying. Is it not pregnancy? It's pregnancy. The one too who was having a... Is it all not pregnancy? Motive. Amen. So, the reason why you are here really matters. If you are here... Uh, let's go and do this God thing and finish. So that God does not disturb us. I can get my day to do better things. Your motive is wrong. And you will not be blessed in the, in the service at all. Because your motive is wrong. But if it's just like, I'm coming early Sunday morning, Lord, I give you the best part of the day. When I'm fresh, when I'm alert, I wake up early, there's a sacrifice element, and I come to meet with you. Because I want to meet with you before the whole world is up and all the noises around. And I want to have a little time in your presence. That's a better reason. Put your hands together for the Lord. Amen. And we have been studying about the things that led us to talk about the Holy Spirit. Ask your neighbor, do you know the Holy Spirit? Over the past three weeks or so, I've been talking about the Holy Spirit and I explained to you why it's the Holy Spirit we are talking about. I shared with you that in the Old Testament, we meet God the Father. In the New Testament, Matthew, Luke, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, we meet Jesus. And as Jesus was leaving, then he said, I gotta go so that the Holy Spirit will come. So we are in the dispensation of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The more you know about him, the more of the presence of God you are going to enjoy. Hallelujah. Because God is a spirit. You see him with your eye. He is a spirit. Hallelujah. Then I shared with you about the fact that there are three relationships to have with the Holy Spirit. And I talked about the Holy Spirit in us. That is the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Amen. And that is when you find that when he comes, you speak in tongues. In service, there's a 100% tongue speaking service. So, if you are here, you don't speak in tongues, open your heart that, hey, I will not be left out. Because anybody who doesn't speak in tongues, your prayer kappa is low. Simply because talking involves your mind. Praying in the spirit does not involve your mind. And I gave you all those scriptures. I directed you to 1 Corinthians chapter 14. Amen. The Bible also tells us that when you speak in tongues, in tongues you, are, you, are, you are talking directly to God. And it also says that you edify yourself. The Bible shares with us also that we don't know how to pray. And sometimes you are praying about something you don't even know. Later you discover that this was it. And you have prayed because you are speaking in tongues. And that was the Holy Spirit in us. There are also two other dimensions of relationship. The Holy Spirit upon us and the Holy Spirit with us. Amen. The Holy Spirit upon us, that's what we normally call the anointing. And the Holy Spirit with us is the presence. And we are actually trying to go to the presence, to talk about the presence. But we can't get there. 
before we talk about these other dimensions of relationship. Amen. Oh, I said amen. So this Sunday, I want to discuss, or we want to talk about the Holy Spirit upon us. Hey, are you there? The Holy Spirit upon us. Wow. The Holy Spirit upon us. Luke chapter 4. Jesus taught us something. He said, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me. Are you here? The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. Luke 4.18 The Spirit is up of God is upon me. Why is it there? Because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives, and recovery of sight to the blind, to set at liberty them that are bruised, to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. Hallelujah. Jesus said, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me. And everything that is there is work. To do the work. Everything that he lists there. There's nothing there that is for self. The one that is for you has been given to you. The one who is inside you. But the anointing upon you comes for you to work for God. Amen. Are you there or you have traveled? Many times when this anointing comes, it comes with gifts. And those gifts are to empower you to do that work. So if you are here and you do nothing for God, then either the Spirit is not upon you or he was placed upon you and you didn't work. There are only two options. There are only two options. Because every single person in this room has a ministry. What is a ministry? Something that you do for God. How? No. We know it in many ways. Because in all the instructions he gives us to work, he doesn't delete anybody. When he says go, there's no minus you. When he says teach, there's no minus you. That's Matthew 28, 18 to 20. In Hebrews 5, verse 12, when for the time you ought to be teachers, there's a time when you should be reaching somebody else. He doesn't say minus you. He doesn't say minus girls. He doesn't say minus guys. Everybody has something. Jesus even gave us parables. And in that parable, he said to us that the master gave to everybody a talent according to his ability. So some people got five. Somebody got two. Somebody got one. But there was nobody who got zero. So if you are sitting here doing nothing for God, you are doing something wrong. You have something to work for the Lord with. And you may not be working for the Lord because you never knew. Nobody told you that you were supposed to do something. So me, I'm telling you. Revelation chapter 2 and 3, the Bible says that the Lord sent a message to the church. He said, in every church, he didn't send it to the ceiling. He didn't send it to the wall. When he says he sent a message to the church, it's to the human beings in the church. And in all the seven churches, he sent different messages to different people, but in all the seven, I know thy works. So as for your working for God, as a believer, there's work for you to do. Please turn to your neighbor and ask your neighbor, what are you doing for the Lord? What are you doing? Most of you are just hitting the chair. When we feel the chair you are sitting on, it will just be warm. That's all. When you meet Jesus, you will tell him that I was warming the chair. 
There is a time that I gave some small offering also so that others can work. Lord, here I am. Send him. What is your work? What is your work? Let this be the last time you appear in the present service without bringing somebody with you. Let it be your last. Amen. So if you are there, you are saying, I cannot sing. I cannot dance. I cannot play piano. No problem. I also can't do any. But at least you can talk. Mouth you have. I suppose your brain works. So mouth you have, brain you have. And so therefore, comma, you can tell somebody, listen, I'm going to a certain very interesting service and you need to be there. Many of you, you have friends who come and tell you their problems, who come and share with you. You can see your friend is in a, in a tight corner. Instead of you to bring the friend to the presence, you are walking around telling me that you feel shy. You are a disgrace. Jesus is ashamed of you. And he says he'll be ashamed of you when you get to heaven. You'll be there. Your time has come and you arrive in heaven. Say, Papa, Papa, Papa. They are ready. The cloud of witnesses is ready to welcome you. Then Jesus sees that. Yes, oh, then he'll turn his back like that. Because he was expecting to, oh, one of my children is coming. He was standing at the right hand of the father, ready to introduce you and to say, there comes my daughter, this and that and that. She was at church. She was doing this. She was doing that. Look at the people who have come to know you because as you appear, this one was ashamed of me. He says, if you're ashamed of me, I will be ashamed of you before my father. That's the scripture. Are you here? So get off your lazy butt and do some work for God. I'm tired of your excuses. Excuses take you to hell straight. I wasn't going to talk about the power of the talents, but the one guy who got the talents and didn't use it. According to the story, he was thrown into outer darkness. So this anointing I'm speaking for is for those who work for God. If you are planned to warm the chair, it's not for you. Because warming the chair is not ministry. Even a cat, if you put it there, it will warm the chair. Some years ago, I went to the Bible school. And the Bible school had had a lot of issues with snakes. The bishop had gone somewhere and he had been told that the animal called the mongoose. The mongoose looks like it's a cross. It looks like a cross between a cat and a rat. And a, I don't know. I don't know. It's some animal. And they like snakes. They chew them. So he brought two of them with him. So I was teaching in the class and I saw this creature strolling in the class. I said, ah, what's that? He said, it's mongoose. And I said, what's he doing here? They said, everywhere they go, it follows. And truly, it will go. So they were in lectures. So the mongoose had come for lectures. <laughs> <laughs> then they had a service on the Wednesday. All the students would gather for a service. And we're a little late, and as we were rushing to go for the service, there was mongoose going for the service. I'm very serious. And it was even running because it was late. And the, stu- <laughs> and the students I was with told me that he knows, it knows that they are late for service. The mongoose ran all the way. When we got to the hall, I was sitting down in the service. When I turned and I looked, mongoose was sitting on one of the chairs. I said, hey! A mongoose has come to church. And some of you are like that mongoose. You have arrived. The mongoose, when it was coming, it didn't invite anybody. When it was coming, it didn't sing. When we're praying, it didn't pray. It didn't do anything. 
It had come to church. And some of you in your life, you are like mongoose. May you be released from that stupid mongoose spirit in the name of Jesus. Hey, push your neighbor and tell your neighbor. Tell your neighbor that. Neighbor, I'm not a mongoose. I am a human being. <laughs> I have a life. <laughs> and I have a ministry. In Jesus name. Amen. So now that you have understood that you are not a mongoose. Anyway, the, they were very interesting, I have to say. I really enjoyed them for that week. I remember at a point I was sitting somewhere, sending my text and doing various things. And I saw some students, they had been summoned for a meeting. And as they were passing to go for the meeting of Bishop Intefel, who passed? Mongoose. <laughs> yeah, they attended every class and every service and every... every and I asked them, what did they do? And I said, oh, they follow us to the hall. Yeah. Yeah. When you are a lady in the class and you put your bag on the ground, they will come and see whether there's biscuits inside. The only time they'll fight with you is if they get your biscuit, your biscuit and you collect it from them. Ask for that one. But you're not a mongoose. You have a ministry. And when God requires you to do something, he gives you an anointing for it. The anointing upon. Hallelujah. And that's what we are talking about today. Amen. In the Old Testament, the anointing used to come only upon particular people. We'll find it on the prophets on, and on the kings. Are you there? You know, it only came on particular people. The priests, the kings, you know, they were the only ones who had it. But I thank God for Jesus. Because with the coming of Jesus, the Holy Spirit was now available to come upon everybody. Amen. But you see that in the Old Testament, again, it tells us who. The priests were working for God, so they got an anointing. Are you seeing it? The kings were ruling the nation for God, so they got an anointing. The prophets were speaking the word of God, so they got an anointing. And so everybody else was just there. But in this dispensation, when God has given each one of us a ministry, he has now made the Holy Spirit available to us. And that's why Jesus said that it's better for you that I go. If I don't go, the Spirit will not come. Amen? He told his people in Acts chapter 1 and verse 8, all the believers, he said, don't go working here with the Holy Spirit. They were waiting for the Spirit to come. So that they, they received the one inside, so that they could speak, and they received a point, so that they could work for them. Hallelujah. So when the anointing comes upon you, what does he come to do? In Psalm 89, David gave us an extensive study of what the anointing upon him did. And so most of my scriptures today are going to be from there. Are you understanding me? Because in the New Testament, we have the Holy Spirit making people work, but they don't break it down quite like that. That's why you need both Old and New Testament to understand fully what is going on. Amen. Number one. I may not finish everything because this portion is called the 15 powerful effects of the anointing. I may not be able to talk about all because of time, but let's see how far we get. The 15 powerful effects of the anointing upon you. Amen. Number one. The anointing upon will result in you receiving supernatural help for your life and your ministry. And in Psalm 89 and verse 19, the third part, the last part of it, David said, I have given help to one who is mighty. He was quoting the Lord. He said, I have given help. 
When the spirit that is upon comes on you, you receive help. Are you there? Hey, you are quiet. You don't need some supernatural help. Hey. Then you are not working, no. Because if you are doing anything for God, you will see that you need supernatural help. Yes. You need it to do the work and you also need it even to just fulfill your, your, your what do I call it? You have to fulfill your life because you have spent time working for God. Every time you spend doing something else, it's time not spent doing something else again. And so you find I need supernatural help. So when I have used that hard time to serve God, I ask for supernatural help even for my exams. Oh yes. Oh yes. Because Lord, I was working. And so my time was a little short. And many times, I remember I was a PhD student and I was very active in my church. And I did the kind of PhD that, on top of your thesis, that I don't know why, they also wouldn't release you from exams. We argued the issues, ah, the university never minded us. Here, if you are coming to do PhD here, you will do exams. Are you there? And so we had exams, and very difficult exams. They had to do stats. I remember that we quarreled with us and listen. Statistics, we use it. We don't need to prove the theory. They say you are doing it. <laughs> so they put us in an advanced class of statisticians. You will derive the formula. I said, why do I not need to derive the formula? I need to just use. <laughs> are you here? He said, no, 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 this is what we do here. Meanwhile, I was also doing other things. When I came to my God, I received it. I received it. Oh, yes. That was where I learned to just pray, Lord, I need help. And as I asked for help, I always got help. What I've learned, that's what's learned. What I've not learned, it's not learned. Oh, yeah. Cry. Oh, I'm not understanding what I'm saying. One time I went somewhere, I had to go and do a postgraduate course somewhere. When I got there, the pastor of our church, who was in the next, I mean, a town nearby, he had been there for over four and a half years and he had never had a holiday because there was nobody to relieve him. So when I got there, I was a lay pastor then, I was told that, take over the church so this man can have a little rest, a little relief. So, where I was, I'll have to take a train for about an hour to get there. The cost to me at the time was something like I spent all my allowance, I spent everything, just trying to keep this church alive. So I will go each day. Friday, I will go. Many times on Sunday, as I'm coming back, I'll be praying, Lord, don't let me fall asleep in this dream. Because if I fall asleep, it will pass. They shall wake up miles away. Then I'll have assignments. I'll be sitting on the train, trying to finish. Because when I land, I'm a pastor. Trying to finish. Lord, help me. Lord, help me. Lord, help me. I'm talking to people very close in a very dangerous church. In a very dangerous area. Hey! hey the people who come to church with gun in their pockets. Oh, more, oh yes. Oh yes, more than once. More than once. No, not security. They are coming to finish somebody who owes them who has not paid. Hey! Hey! Are you there? A very wild church. I said, Lord... I'm a master, I'm a pastor to normal people. Unless you help me with these people. <laughs> supernatural help. So I had supernatural help in 
this church of very difficult, everywhere in its place, in its place. Everybody was an illegal immigrant. Every woman was a prostitute. That's how she made her money. Every man was a pimp or a drug seller. And, and they were all in the church. Oh yes, they were all in the church. And God was working on them small, small. Oh yeah, if you call for testimony, the testimony you get is not this type. No, 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 no. It's not this type. It will be deliverance from major things. I mean, some things. You know, when you look at you wonder, this is a Christian. Hey! If you don't know, you make mistake and Holy Ghost comes to work manifestation. This one is manifesting this one because you would have gone to some place in Nigeria to go and collect medicine so that the confusion can work. Hey! Just a place. <laughs> You'll be there saying, the Lord was delivering them and they were becoming proper. But on the other side, I also had a cause to do. Supernatural help. Supernatural help gave me enough money to go and come. I kept going and coming. Supernatural help gave me the ability to preach to these people who were not my people. Are you there? Oh yes, the Lord blessed me. Supernatural help. I popped my course and I won a toy. He said, go back to your country. Here's tickets. September return. Yeah. Oh, you don't understand what I'm saying. Supernatural help. You are trying to help yourself. Keep on. One day you reach somewhere, you realize that you have come to the end of your abilities. If I were you, I wouldn't wait to get there. Hey. No, it's true. Some of you don't trust God at all. You don't trust at all. You say, I'm, I'm, I, I want to do it by my power. Your power. What power do you have? If I hold your nose right now and I'm able to hold your nose 20 minutes, you are dead. You are cold stone dead. Then you say your power. Then to your neighbor and say, hmm, we don't have power. Hmm, Asomwa, we don't have power. We are there. Number two. The anointing upon you will cause you to be raised up to heights in life and ministry. The anointing upon you. You see, unbelievers have what raises them. You as a child of God. Stop looking at the one that belongs to them. Because when they are paying the penalty, you can't pay. Do you understand what I'm saying? Everything has a price. Oh. The devil too is prospering his children. Only that there's a price. And that price, if you are wise, you will not go and pay that price. Because, but you, you are a child of God. And God also looks after his own. Amen. David was sharing what God told him. Psalm 989. I have exalted one chosen from the people. He was just one of the people. Then the anointing came upon him and his life and his ministry was just lifted from there to here. I see your life being lifted from here to there. I see your ministry being lifted from here to there. When your life is lifted, you begin to outrank and outpass those who are your peers, those who are like you. Soon you will go to family meeting, you realize that all of us came from the same background. But how my life is, is different. I've been lifted higher than those who are my peers. When you are there and the anointing comes upon you, yes, everybody is singing, but me, when I sing, there's something different. Yeah. That's the Lord lifting you. Amen. 
How many of us need a lift? We need somebody to lift us. Amen. Receive it. This one too, I'm asking how many of you need someone to lift down to you lift and keep it. It's your problem. Ah. Spare of laziness. I don't know what it is. How many of us need somebody to lift us? So your neighbor whose hand is down, ask them. So you, you cannot be lifted there. You will be sitting. Be there. Be there. Hey, may I need someone to lift me? Hey, I need it. Yeah. You will come to a place where you discover that challenge, my, my strength and my power, it is finished. Hmm. If you are wise, you wait until you get there. But David, he saw it because he was somebody who before God came into his life, he was walking behind sheep. He was walking behind sheep. And he was just keeping the sheep. Helping them to multiply and taking care. And then the anointing came upon him. And when the anointing came upon him, he realized that he was lifted. And he was doing things. He was a shepherd, but he was a killer of lions. He was a shepherd, but he was a killer of bears. He was a shepherd boy with nothing, but he was a destroyer of Goliath. Somebody who the armies were afraid of. Then he realized that he became anointed again. And as he was anointed, he that he was just a shepherd. He entered a palace. Meanwhile, the person who he was working under in the palace, he had children. Not children, children. <laughs> he had a lot of children. And he realized that when you have a lot of children, you expect that when the king dies, one of the children will sit there. Before he was away, by virtue of the anointing, he was the person sitting in the chair. Yeah. God had lifted him. And I'm saying to you today, do you need the Lord to lift you from where you are to make you something? Lift you up. Hallelujah. Take you higher than you yourself. You see, there's not what, how much would David have done to get there? How much would he have done? At the best, he would have been a very good sheep farmer. That's the best. He would have had a lot of sheep. Not king of Israel. And he was not just a king. He's the best known king. He's the most popular king. He's the king upon whom Jesus came and said, I will build my house upon the throne of David. He became lifted up. May the Lord lift you as he anoints you. May he lift you up. Hallelujah. Let us continue. The anointing upon will establish you in life and ministry. It will establish you in life and ministry. David said in Psalm 89, 20 to 21, he said that God said, I have found David my servant. With my holy oil I have anointed him. With whom my hand will be established. Somebody who is established and somebody who is not established, they are two very different things. Somebody who is not established, he doesn't know what next he's doing. Most young people are not established in life. Yet. You are on your way somewhere. The course that you are doing is not establishment. You are trying to do it in the hopes that it will help you to establish. Are you there? But you are now about to find out that you will finish. Ask those who have gone a little ahead of you whether they are established. Ask them whether if their job owner sacks them tomorrow, they'll be okay. 
Ask them. Ask them. As they are sitting up there, they'll just come. Koton, koton. It might take a little time. Koton. Koton. Koton, koton. That's true. That's true. If their job is taken, they'll be in the house where they are for some time. Then they have to take cheaper accommodation. They'll be there for some time. The car they drive, they have to sell it and buy Matisse because it's cheaper. If still the job is not working, they'll have to sell the Matisse and then maybe they'll be doing tractor or motorbike. Yeah. It's so it's not establishment. Establishment is the one that they can go and they can come, but you are there. Yeah. Ask many businessmen. If Ghana City, if Ghana City does what? Oh, shake yourself small. Maybe that's a little. No, you see that they start shaking. That's why the world economy is shaking right now. Because as they are watching the coronavirus, the what? COVID-19, coronavirus moving, you know? And people have not been able to work and things have not been able to be done and you cannot export from here to there. Is that suddenly things... They are not established. It's just in Framac. But the Spirit, I said the Spirit, when He comes upon you, governments may change, but you are there. Situations may change, but you are there. Things may be happening, but you are there. Yeah. Because you have been established by God. Amen. Some people, if they leave one town to another town, they are not established. Hey. Are you here? I just said David was established. He was so established that when Saul tried to remove, to finish him, he couldn't get finished. When Saul was chasing him, he was not sleeping in the cave alone. Oh, please, oh. As he was there, people were adding to him. He was becoming a mighty man when he was. Hey. As Saul was running after him, I would delete his life. David was established. He said, my hand shall establish him. God had established him. So even in a time of difficulty, and even in a time when Explain to me, how could Saul not kill him? Explain it. The king of a nation against the shepherd boy. When he ran away, he ran away alone. Food cry he didn't have. Weapon cry he didn't have. He had to go and beg for, for, for a, a, a certain spear. He had nothing. He should have been that he's gone. And yet, even as a man on the run, his numbers were increasing. Even as a man on the run, his following was increasing. Even as a man on the run, people were growing to fear him. Even as a man on the run. Because the anointing had established him. This is what is going to happen to you. It doesn't matter. Hey, I said, it doesn't matter what's going on around. If God has poured his anointing on you, hey, you established That's it. He was established. So even before he came to sit on the throne, he was established. He was established. And when Jesus was coming, he said, I'm going to come and sit from the throne of David because it is established. It's a throne that is there. You just stood in front of your house, O Quran. Hey, are you there? The anointing, when it comes up, I said, it will establish you. Hey, put your hand in and say, No, the anointing upon. Let that anointing come upon me now. Let it come upon me. Hallelujah. 
Number four. The anointing upon will introduce strength to your life and ministry. It will introduce strength to your life and ministry. Hey! Many times Christians are weak. Many times people are weak. This generation, you have such good food. You have very good physical food. That's why many of you are bigger than your parents. Yeah. Many of you, the shortest people in the house are your parents. You and your siblings, you are taller and you are bigger. Yes! Your parents, they grew up at a time when when you make the food and you make the soup, then the crab is lying on top. When you do, then you put it down, then he there, then the other. But you, you are in the generation where you are eating crab, we lace in the same soup, snails are in the same soup, there's some, yeah, you have eaten and you have grown. But you see, if your father takes you to his farm now, he will outweed you. Physically, who? Nathan. Eh. I should insult you small. Wake up, cry, you can't wake up. You should see us on the pages on Sunday morning. Trying to wake the leaders of this service up. And I'm like, ah. Young person. Some of you, when we came and we finished the Peter Lover, you slept out yesterday till midday. You are so weak. Yesterday, I got up early to go and preach somewhere. When I came back, I saw some few people and I asked them, I said, hey, Saturday in the church party. Normally, Saturday, the whole place is life. Small stretching that they are stretching. Just say, you have finished, you have evaporated. Ha! You can't even reach this service on time. So weak. And in the same way as you are so weak physically, that's also how spiritually you have so much food available. When some of us became Christians, there were no books to be read. There was no message that was taped. There was nothing like that anywhere. I remember when the first tapes were produced by ICTC, they changed gold. Yes, you couldn't even get it. I remember when books began to come and can they take one will come and pass? The believers anointed. When the book comes, well, everybody in the fellowship, now you are line. What kind of book are you in there? Somebody is trotting behind you. Oh, yes, as you are reading. Person is trotting, waiting. Have you not finished? Have you not finished? Are you not done? You, if you are chained, there will be a problem. Then, number two, it will be like that. That's how we do, and everybody will read the book. You have Macarius, 60 of them sitting in your room. Open it, self, you have not opened it. Food, powerful like that. Meanwhile, we were stronger than you. We could fast more than you. We could pray more than you. We could win souls more than you. We were nothing. We were not shepherds. We were nothing, but we were winning souls. We were absolutely nothing. Titan, my sister, did you have a title? The day I used to call you, but we were winning souls, or we were not winning souls. Everything is actually important. Quiet time. We have been quiet. Now we have to beg you wake up, read, open your Bible. 
hope by the anointing. I said by the anointing. When the anointing comes, that's how I know many of you are not anointed. The Bible says if you faint in the day of adversity, your strength is small. And many of you, as soon as adversity comes, again. God is not minding me. There is no God. You are even more stupid. <laughs> hey! Small trouble. No, he said that to God. He's not there. I didn't pass out one trail. It's not nonsense. You told me that there's fairness anywhere. Why me if not you who? Hey! Oh no! You see, I need to. I need to get some sense into this generation. We were so poor. We have meeting to go. There's no money. We are going. Whether we are walking, or we are rolling, or we are standing there for living, I don't know. But we will go every week. We used to walk. Second to reach. Second to oh, it's not anything. After a while, we extended its bedding power. We come from bedding power through which to settle. Anyone who legged this mess, it was working. On top of that, too, we have not eaten because Charlie when there was no food. As we are going back around, we are not sure of the food. But the spirit upon. I said, but the spirit upon. Oh, yeah. But the spirit upon. Oh, you went small drizzle, you don't leave your room to come to church. Small brokenness. I cannot do and get an anointing and become a man and a woman of God and stop your nonsense. Hey. Are you there? Because we are playing the fool with the anointing of God. He has equipped us for everything. He has equipped us. He has equipped us. The Spirit of God. And this guy said that when he comes, and so you discover that you of yourself, you don't have much strength. But when the anointing comes upon you, I said, when the anointing comes upon you, you will have the strength to do. It's not that life is perfect. Wait, show me the verse that shall have a perfect life. Show it to me. Show me that verse in the Bible. I came to tell you it doesn't exist. Thou shall have a perfect life. Have you ever seen it before? It is not there. Rather, the scriptures say, many are the afflictions of the righteous. Many. Not one, not two, but many. Many are the afflictions of the righteous. That is it, but the Lord delivers him. So when you are going through something, it is nothing new. It is what is common to man. 
The Bible says that he will not test you above that which you are able, but will with the temptation open a way to escape that you may be able to bear it. Instead of sitting there feeling sorry for yourself, there's a way to escape. When you see the anointing, it will show you the way. And, and, and David tells us when the anointing comes, strength comes. Strength. Push your neighbor and say, neighbor, how strong are you? How strong are you? No, it's a question. How strong are you? Anything, everything demolishes you. Hey, let's be serious. <laughs> when the anointing comes upon you, strength comes. I am the age of your mother, most of you. But I am stronger than you are. You can try to push me around here. You'll be able to push. But when if you let us start working, see who will be tired, me or you? Who will be tired, me or you? There's not a drop of anointing on your head because you were collecting anointing for the wrong thing. I want, I need, I need, I want. As soon as you begin to look for the anointing for God himself and for his work, it will begin to work for you. It's your selfishness that has made it not work. Because he never gave you the anointing to make you comfortable and for you to look only after yourself. He will make you comfortable, not, not, not yourself. Hey. No, 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 I'm very serious about what I'm saying. I'm very serious about what I'm saying. Yeah. You are wanted my age. Ah. Mm. Kappa. Are you there? And the secret is the anointing. It's not because of anything. That's what I'm saying physically, dear. You'll be able to drag me all around. But we're not talking about physical things here. We're talking about spiritual things. And I'm saying that when the anointing comes upon you, a certain strength comes. And that's how you'll be able to do what you must do in the ministry and also do the other things you need to do. Hey. Most of you, Lady Abihumi, she's married, she has three children. She's more active than you. Oh, it's true. And it's because you are fooling with the anointing. You are trying to use the anointing to fill your pocket. But the Lord never gave you an anointing for selfishness. He gave it to you to do his work. And as you are doing his work, he now starts to add. Matthew 6.33 is a true scripture. Seek first the kingdom and all. That's what we have experienced in our life. Ah, what were we seeking? Was it not him? And he gave us everything. Everything. Lady every woman, they sat there from her house. They told her, they said, if you eat your head, that's what she, she grew up with. Because they were Muslim. They said, if you so much as greet her in the street, we will add you. Ah, but she was seeking the Lord. And the anointing came upon her. A time came, the person who cursed her. In fact, they had a funeral for her as she was alive. The funeral, oh, we are done with you. You are dead to us. They had a whole funeral. Today you are smiling, but that day you were crying, eh? It was not simple. But the anointing, she began to pursue God and pursue the anointing. One day the people, when they looked, they realized that, hey, hey, wait, oh. Mm-hmm. Hey. She was, oh, I'm serious. 
the person who can Because he had seen that anointing had come. The person had been strengthened. The person's life was moving on. Things were working. You would have been sitting up till today, would have come to meet you by the station gutter, crying there saying, Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sure. There are some dead tears, they don't do anything. Oh. Cry to relieve pressure. When you finish, get up and let the anointing just flow and just work. Oh, you don't understand what I'm saying. Abba. Turn to your neighbor and say, Abba. Small strength. When you pray, no, you have to rest. When you do all night, unless you sleep ah, before you recover. <laughs> ah, they're sleeping. Hey. Let me tell you something. Eh? One of the ways by which you can see a rich man is by the amount of sleep. Anybody you see sleeping a lot is poor. No, no, no. I can just tell you. That's why it's advice for free. So as you, as you look at your life, just check how much sleeping you are sleeping. And see whether you are going to be rich or poor. Hey, please find that scripture for me. A little sleep. A little slumber. A little folding of the arms to rest. Hey! <laughs> then he says so shall thy poverty verse 11 please so shall thy poverty come you didn't know that Satan has a parcel of poverty with your name on it he's waiting for you to sleep and keep sleeping when you should be awake so that shall thy poverty come as one that traveleth somebody who's traveling no announcements no, but, and thy want as an armed man you keep sleeping You still like the present service. <laughs> hey! I said measure your sleep. As you measure your sleep, you can see your poverty coming. No, it's true. It's not a case. I'm just telling you. That's the scripture. Please go back to verse 10 so that we'll read it well. This was one of my favorite scriptures when I was growing up. A little sleep. A little slumber. You see, when you say, oh, maminda kakra. Oh, let me just sleep small. Is that not how you don't do your, your, your quiet time? Is that not how? Is that not how you don't read your Bible? Because you woke up and then you say, Oh, I'll just, let me just, oh, just small. That's five minutes. Let me just add five. A little sleep. A little slumber. In the middle of the day, you fold your arms. A little folding of the arms to sleep. So shall thy the poverty in hell that they have marked for you. That's how it comes. And are you saying that all poor people? Listen, don't ask me stupid questions. Read this scripture. It's not the only source of, of poverty, but this is one. Yes. One major source of poverty. Sleep. And when you train yourself to sleep, you now have a problem because you have to train yourself out of it. Hmm. Amen. Are you with me? This is one of my favorite points. The anointing up. It will introduce strength. Yeah. And it is real. It is real. Introducing strength. I find that when I get up to do the things of God, I don't get tired. Yeah. 
Just make your account. Look at the people working in your account. See, all of them, they are tired. Yeah. I can see that. But they are still there. Oh, but they keep going. They are also getting anointed. Yeah. I have people saying that, oh, we want to come, we want to work. Can you work with us? Hey, can you work with us? Do you know the amount of work that we do? Do you know the amount of painless work that we do? Are you able to go church to church? Knock on a bishop's door, a pastor's door, and come and sit and start talking about, talking about books, talking to you about church. When you get up to go, you have one book. And you go to the next person. Can you do? Can you do? You are looking at pictures. When we are happy, we put pictures on Facebook. You are looking at that one. You, you don't know the work behind. As I'm speaking right now, one man, one man, he's been getting catchy district. He has traveled from here, crossed the water, gone to get catchy, had meetings, gone further up to Chinde Ridge, which you don't even know where it is on the map. Yesterday, he sent me a text. I'm just coming from Dambai. Do you know where it is? Do you know how much travel on bad road? Can you fit? So when you see us, we are looking at And in order to do that one, do you know the amount of praying that he has to pray? Because you are just one man. One man. If God didn't give us supernatural strength, supernatural, supernatural financial strength, we don't have money. We are going. This money just called me. He has come the whole two districts. He can't find the state. So we are either going to have to build a stage and carry, or we have to hire a stage. A stage, nine thousand Ghana cities. For the days we'll be there. We will go, we'll come, we'll get there. Just whether, whether we made it or we rented it or we can't, I don't know. I just know that we'll do. So while he's there, I'm also doing mine. I'll pray my prayer. When I finish, I'll start looking for money. Yeah. Supernatural strength. Supernatural strength. And you, you are there. You're one self. Whom hmm. should I continue? I should leave them. Leave them eh? You should ask yourself. <laughs> hmm. Hey, are you understanding what I'm saying? I need this generation of believers. I need it to become sober. Too much foolishness. Yeah. Too much foolishness and too much weakness. Ah, you have failed an exam. So what? You are not the first. You are not the last. There are more you who are going to fail. Get to your books and sit down and pass the thing and get an A and stop disturbing our life here. As I was working in the church, you are a damn fool. Is that all you were doing? Excuse my language. Why is it what you do for God that you see as a problem? How come you don't see your chatting with your friends as a problem? How come you don't see your sleeping time as a problem? How come you don't see the time that you spend frivolously walking around, watching movies? How come? How come? If we open your laptop now, the movies that are there, how come that is not your problem? By the few hours that you spend for God, if it is not that the demon is speaking to you. No, it's true. It's the devil speaking to you. How come he never points to all those other time wasters? How come? Many of you, you have classes. When you have classes, there are three hours in between. What do you use the three hours for? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Meanwhile, those three hours are the God-given time for you. But you don't recognize it. When I was a lay pastor, in my office, we had lunch 12 to 2. I never took it. I never took it. I'll be at my table working. And I'm king because a day will come I'm going to preach at the company. I have to go in. 
I never miss my deadlines. In the night, you see me working. And I work through the night. Morning, I'm done with my report. I sent it. Don't bring yourself at all. It is, it is what you are doing for church, sir. Don't do. And let's see whether you be possible. I don't know who I'm blasting this morning. Are you here? You don't recognize that it's rather when you are working for God that he has mercy. When I saw the level of effort that the Peter lover has put in, when I saw the nights, night after night, we were working somewhere so sleepy, I got this, mommy, my, my strength is spinning, I said it will be okay. Do you think when I'm praying for their exams, I will pray more for them or less? What do you think? What do you think? What do you think? Because me, I will remind God of every hour they were working. I say, Father, compensate for every hour. So don't bring yourself and say that it is God. Ah. He says, he does, he's no man's better. When you do, he pays and on time. Yes! Are you there? All your free time, you were just using it, you will be chatting with your schoolmates. You just go and perch under the trees. Then you have the terrimity to say that your few hours of uh, 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 choir rehearsal is the reason why you are here. Then you shouldn't have been in the school. You don't qualify. You see, one day, we had made some, somebody print some books for us. And as they printed the books, we left the books in the person's warehouse. So when the books were in the warehouse, I knew that he knew we had not come for them. I was there one day when he said, Hey, I said, oh, the books are with you. Let not come for them. And the thing became bizarre. Because normally, the whole in, in Ghana, when you are selling books, they normally will give you the books. The bookshops are like that. If you write the book, you take it to them. They'll collect it. When they sell, then they give you your money. That's how the entire book industry works. So I was so surprised. And the person insisted, you have to visit da 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 da. Money, I got the letter. Because of this money that you haven't paid, my, uh, whether it was his board or so, he, they were saying that our company is in danger. That day, I wanted to write the person a letter and tell him that if this few 5,000 books is the reason why your company is in danger, I think you should close that. That's not what I'm saying. Chase, your company is not worth much. It's not worth much. If these few hours of rehearsal is the reason why you are there, maybe you shouldn't be here. Maybe you shouldn't be a student. Chase, I want to bomb choir rehearsal. 1 p.m. to what time? So if 1 p.m. to 3 p.m. on Saturday, on, on Saturday, three hours, please let's add extra time, four hours. Plus, how many minutes do they sing here? If that is the reason why you are failing, you shouldn't be a university student. In fact, you shouldn't be a police student. In fact, you shouldn't be an SHS student. In fact, you shouldn't be a student at all because, in fact, Wabom, ah, because of three hours, Let's be serious. Let's be serious. 
You're bathing. You're bathing that you bath. Monday, one hour. You don't bath in the night. <laughs> Tuesday, one hour. Wednesday, one hour. Thursday, one hour. Friday, one hour. Saturday, because you're not going for lectures, you don't bath. With a mere fan chair. Sunday, one hour. You're bathing alone six hours. Why am the cancer? Because of my bathing, I am failing a course. But it's what you are doing for God. Three hours, four hours a week. Kai, you are not a student. How? You should have been a watcher seller. I'm telling you. Even that one crying, yeah, yo, because the watcher that they make, you know, is very hard work. Hours a day. Hours. Hours a day. Ah. The egg crab, by the time you buy it, and the cars to do baka 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 for you to reach your house, it's more than three hours. Let's be serious. Seek an anointing and stop fooling. As I seek the anointing upon it and stop fooling, you'll find out that it gives you more strength. The strength to do everything that you need. One of my prayers that I pray for my students every time, as you are doing your exams, I always pray, Lord, let your strength come to you. Because I know that if you have strength, then if you need to sit and study for seven hours, you do. Because you have spent. So it is one of my prayers. Oh yes. It's one of my prayers. I know what it is to sit in an exam room. My PhD exams were five hours each. Oh yes. And I remember that as I was doing some of them, I was pregnant. And I remember a couple of times when I felt that my strength would fail before I Come on. Turn to your neighbor and say, don't disgrace yourself. You are stronger than that. You are stronger than that. Stand to your feet and begin to talk to the Lord for an anointing. Stand to your feet. Talk to the Lord today. Today we are asking the Lord for the anointing upon. The anointing upon. If you are determined to work for the Lord, if you are determined to do something for the Lord, this anointing is there for you. This anointing is what will help you. Oh, yes. Oh, those of you who work for the Lord, it is your due. Tell him, Lord, anoint me, anoint me. The anointing upon. The anointing upon. The anointing upon. The anointing upon. Liando, re kayandele be, lei masendele be, li ba 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 ba, randa ba 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 ba, lei masendele ba ba ba, kayandele be, lei andala ba 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 Put your hand on your head this morning. Today, some an anointing is being poured forth. Oh Jesus. An anointing is being poured forth. Oh Jesus. I pray you have the sensitivity of spirit. Oh Jesus. 
to feel it okay. and to receive it. Okay. Oh yes. Some tired people. Oh. Right now, some strength is entering you. In Jesus. Name. Some strength is entering you. In Jesus. Supernatural strength. In Jesus. From tomorrow, when you sit behind your books, Charlie, that's it. It's wicked. It's wicked. Receive strength. Yes. Receive strength. Yes. Lord. Some of you, you have chased people. Ah, your strength is going. But receive strength. Receive Jesus, strength. Man. Whatever you do in the house of God, receive strength for it. I receive it. Maybe you don't do anything, but after you've heard the preaching, you are saying, I'm going to do. Receive strength for what you are going to do. Receive it this morning. Receive it. Receive it this morning. Thank you for a fresh anointing, Jesus. Oh, yeah. Thank you for refreshing. Oh, yeah. oh weariness is dropping away. Oh, yes. Tiredness is falling away. Jesus Disappointment is falling away in, in the name, name of Jesus. Name. I curse every spirit of frustration in, in Jesus', Jesus name. name. It's lifting of you right now in the name, name of Jesus. Jesus. Receive strength. Yes. receive strength yes. somebody were telling god I recently know. i don't know how i'll continue receive strength to continue oh yes receive it right now it's I entering you it's it. entering you it's entering yeah, you it's entering you yeah. somebody you have battled and battled it has been a whole battle day after day month after month receive strength the anointing comes with strength oh, oh yes there is no luck receive strength I receive strength i receive, receive strength receive strength Receive it. Strength is coming upon somebody. Strength is coming upon somebody. Receive that strength today. Receive it. Receive it. spoken in a vision to your godly one and said, I am given strength. He's singing from 89. Receive the strength. I have chosen one from among them. Oh, you are chosen. You are chosen. I found David my servant with my holy oil. I have anointed. Receive the anointing this morning. With whom I have will be exalted my right hand shall also strengthen receive the strength of the lord receive it now the enemy will not deceive ah, you will not be deceived in the name of jesus for the son of wickedness but I will crush his adversaries. Your adversaries are crushed under your feet this morning. And strike down all those who envy him. My loving kindness and my faithfulness oh, will be with him. In my name shall his horn be. Exalted, I shall set his hand upon the sea. Oh, Jesus is establishing you this morning, and his right hand upon the river. He will cry to me, You are my father. Oh, you're my, my God. 
and rock of our salvation. Lift your two hands to the As every head is bowed and every eye is closed, you are here this morning, but Jesus is not your Savior. You are here because you always come to church, and you even love church, but you have not confessed Jesus as your Lord and Savior for him to write your name in the book of life. This morning, don't leave here like that. I want to invite you to come. The prayer that we pray together is your confession, your confessing Jesus as your Lord and your Savior. Or maybe somebody invited you and you have not given your life to Jesus but you would like to do so. In this still moment, as every head is bowed and every eye is closed, you want to receive Jesus as Lord and Savior. Lift your right hand up. We're going to just pray together. Lift your right hand and just lift it up. Just lift it. Just lift it. Just lift it. Lift it. Lift it. Lift it. You want to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Step out of where you are. Just come to me. I want to pray with you. Just come. Just come. I feel in my spirit there are some people here. You need to receive it. Just come. Come. Step out and come. Step out and come. God bless you. Just come. Just come. Your heart is beating a little. It's just Jesus calling you. He's drawing you. Come. Come. Step out and come. Come and join our sister here this morning. We're going to pray together. Just come. Let him have his way. My dear, just pray this prayer after me. And join us if you're in the congregation. You want to say, Lord Jesus, I come to you today as a sinner. Please wash me in the blood of Jesus. Cleanse me from my sin. Please write my name in the book of life. Lord Jesus, from today, you are my Savior and you are my Lord. I thank you for saving me in Jesus' name. Father, I thank you for this daughter whose name you have written in the book of life. 
May we meet in heaven. Rejoicing for that day. In Jesus' name. We believe that you have been blessed by this message. For more information, you can follow us on Facebook, Fountain of Life Cathedral, and on Instagram and Twitter at F-O-L-C-I-D-S. God richly bless you.